Hello and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new video this week. As you can see by the title, it's been a pretty eventful start to the week already. Uh, on Tuesday, getting the news from Sky, from, from everybody involved around Rangers, that Alfredo Morelos has been sort of banished for the, for the squad. No longer will be taking part in the, the PSV game, not part of the squad. They'll be travelling over to Eindhoven for the game uh, tomorrow. Big call for, for the manager. Uh, we'll, we'll give our thoughts as we go on in the podcast. We've also got to talk about the Hibs game as well, where this all probably ignited from Lee's red card. Um, and then, uh, as you say, talking about the PSV game at the very end of the episode, which is going to be a big game coming up tomorrow. A lot of controversy, maybe overshadowing how big that game is, but uh, we're here to give our thoughts on, on which, what we would do with the team, how we see the game going and, and so on. But... As always, if you could like, subscribe, share for us, always appreciated. Um, and cheers for supporting the channel, as always. Um, so, on to the first. Obviously, we've got the Hibs game. Mm. Uh, if we start off with that, aye, it was a, it was a, an eventful game, to say the least. Um, seems like we, we Rangers involved with we, we games anywhere away from home. It's just box office. There's always, there's always talking points. There's always... Penalty decisions, red card decisions, and so on. But um, my, a lot of it went against us in this game. Um, two red cards obviously probably ruined the game. Uh, there's been the Lindstrom one appealed. Alfredo Morelos, I would like to imagine, won't be appealed anymore. But um, uh, we've made our, our, our opinions clear on that one. Um, there's a, a graphic on here that we'll show and, and give our thoughts on the two red cards as we go. But... I, I, it was just a, a really drab, poor performance um, in, in Saturday. It was no, I was, wasn't good enough at all, mate. Um, it was just awful all, all around, mate. I think, honestly, there were so many chances first half to bury it, finish the game. Um, but as I say to you all the time, because of our own problems, so many times where we've watched, as I said, we've just caused our own problems constantly, not doing the job, not finishing it, putting the game away. If we were on our form, if we were on target, we could have buried the game in the first half. Um, maybe made some subs and looked on it Wednesday, but wasn't it to be? The red cards are, I mean, obviously the one that we're talking about the now, Morelos, that is just, it's no, it's no what we've, we've come to hang with overall. He's developed his game. He's stopped with a petulant, just petulant stuff. And uh, my, that one for me was a red, definitely. But John's never a red card, as I say, the referee. You're on about box office. The referee must have thought he was box office. Um, honestly, shocking decision making for the referee. But we got one of the graphs here, and we'll talk about the players and whatever. Aye, so as you say, a really poor performance coming off of the back of a two each draw at PSV as well. It was imperative they went into this game and, and never lost any ground. We really needed to go and win this game. Um, because as we've said, and we're not just going to backtrack your statements or my statements, uh, every drop point is going to be so vital in this league campaign this season. Like We can't afford to drop points like this. Although this was a totally different circumstance, we've got nine players in the pitch at the end of the game. There's a lot of stuff that we could have done a lot better, I think, um, to, to actually maintain the lead. Uh, I just don't feel that uh, as we went on, we went to the nine men, we just sort of gifted Hibs the opportunity to just, just keep shooting our goal. We could have kept the ball better, went down, faked injuries, just even bring on Sakala or something. Bring Sakala on, just leave him up there, just let him chase the ball and That's bring it to the corner. We lacked an out ball um, because there was no point. You just, obviously, you need to get the ball away for your goal, but you need somebody to chase on it for me and keep it right. up there. So, nah, it was poor in terms of the way the game had went, but the game started again just like every other uh, first half that's pretty much happened this full season so far. 
really poor, sluggish in the ball, no intensity, nobody really want to commit and take control of the game and try and make things happen. You've got a man, Ryan Kent, there's a graph on the the previous screen we'll get to, but he's got opportunities to take shots and he's not countless, taking them. Countless opportunities, mate, as you say. Countless opportunities. I'd like to get back to it, but countless, mate. Nah, and plenty of opportunities and you're expecting a guy... Um, let Ryan Kent to add more goals to his game. This was the whole talking point. I mean, he's getting the assist. He's get the he's get the, the presence in the team that's obviously needed for going forward. But the goals is something that he's always had to work on. And you would think at the age of 25, 26 years now that he's going to mature with that. But didn't really want to take on a couple of the opportunities that were given to him. Um, Tom Lawrence, again, had another one where he probably should have shot and he passed it to Kent. Rabbi yeah. Matondo on the right-hand side still looks, still mm. looks a bit... Um, but, don't really know the word, but he looks frightened by the occasion, maybe sometimes. Uh, looks like he's not willing to put the work in a lot of the time. Uh, obviously, he's still very young in his, his Rangers career. He's still a young guy in that. But um, I didn't really set the world alight either. That's why I'm not going to get stick on him. Listen, you know me, I'm no the big. If you've been listening long enough, you know I'm no Barisic's biggest fan, but Barisic's last couple of games, has been he's been decent enough. Matondo just wasn't his game. I'm not going to write him off straight away, as you say. Sell the doors with him still. I just think he's maybe afraid of a physical challenge. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I think he needs to get himself used to that because it's going to be physical up here. It's going to be really physical. It's not the Belgian league. You're not going to just be able to walk past people. People are going to have a go at you. I just think he needs to up the physicality. Um, yeah. I really, overall, I just I wasn't impressed with him personally. I didn't think he had a good game. Um, but I'm not going to write him off like I'm seeing for some people. Um, just already saying it's oh, he's a waste or what have you. I think guys still got a lot to learn in terms of the Scottish game. Um, but that'll only come, as I say, with playing games week in and week out, mate. As you say, with the one with Lawrence, like, was, that, was that the one where uh, Cholak was in front of me, went to have a shot, and then it comes across? Yeah, I think that's, so, aye. That's killer instinct there, do you know what I mean? I think mixed communication with Cholak and Lawrence there. Um, Lawrence, if he knows he's going to hit it, he needs to be screaming at him, leave. Um, but overall, that was just, I think it summed up our game, really, for, for this entire game. Nobody aye. will just do it. Just do the business. Have that killer instinct. It was all... I just really think we lacked an identity, really, going Aye. forward. Like, there's too many people that are too comfortable in the ball not to really do anything with um, And they were getting caught out of possession. And Hibs, Hibs were, Hibs were alright, to be honest, in the first half hour where they were, uh, they were pressing and they were, we just couldn't really live with it. We just couldn't get anything going. We were maybe comfortable in possession a lot of the times, but just weren't doing anything with the ball. And Hibs were happy with that. Just gave them the ball and they're not going to do anything with it. And... I really think we need to we need to find an identity to who we are as a team, um, because obviously there's a lot of new players in here, so it's, it's a much changed side when you look at it. But and that's why I was making the point. Um, I know obviously some ex Rangers put McCoy in that saying, "Oh, they would prefer not to have played this game." I'd prefer to play this game because it gives these guys more time to develop and understand each other's game. That's what it's all about here. And I think I've learned a lot about the players that were involved in the game. To be honest with you. Well, I know Van Bronckhorst has definitely learned a lot about one of the players that came off the bench, but mm-hmm. a lot is going to be, be learned for the squad. I mean, you're looking at Connor Goldson. Connor Goldson is a guy you would expect to lead with James Tavenier, and he shucks out of challenges. He shucks out a, a lot of stuff. He loses a ball too much. He's jewels. Just, I don't know what's happened to him recently at the start of the season. You've got James Sands in the centre-half position. Oh, that I've and uh, the screen's refreshed anyway. But James Sands on the on the centre half position, who hasn't put a foot wrong really in the past couple of games. He's 
maybe had a couple of moments where um, he's looked a bit shaky or whatever, but in the whole, I mean, he defends really well. And I think um, his, his games keep coming for Sands and he's looking like he's going to be the guy that will be Conor Goldson's partner. So I was happy with him. I was happy with Barisic as well. Like Barisic is a weird, weird one because, I mean, a couple of weeks ago we were all wanting him out and recently he's, he's looking decent. If you're thinking about Barisic, you know what I mean? This is a guy that who's taking the disrespect to his face, do you know what I mean? Just gets his head down and continues to work. I've been saying that, honestly, the left side of the defence is has been so much better than the right side of the defence. And that's two people that we expect to be the leaders for us in Tavernier and Conor Goldson. I just think they've been all over the place, really, the pair of them. As you say, with the Hibs goal, the second one, I think it's a, it's a strike you can't do anything about. But honestly, Conor Goldson, brother, take, if you've got the chance to take it to the face, take it to the face. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'll take it to the face. It ain't going to improve anything with me. I'll take it. Both, I mean? both him and Ryan Jack, looking back on the replay, that could have stepped in front of the ball and... Because it wasn't, it wasn't exactly a rocket. Like, it wasn't oh. exactly that the guy had rattled the ball or anything. Like, he had a decent enough shot and it went in. But, I mean, you're looking for players to stand up and do anything to block that shot for going in. You need to defend as a unit there when, when you're oh. so down to nine men. But um, we got lucky in the first half anyway with the penalties. You see Rocky Bushiri on the on the image there. He, he has became sort of... A meme in Scotland with the, the things that's happened. He was the ineligible player that was playing when Hibs um, played in the cup, which led to them getting put out of the cup. He then signed with Hibs this season, even though he had played so many games, so they had to sign him, even though they didn't want him. Um, and he gave away a penalty against Rangers, obviously. A lot of talk again about that at halftime. I don't think there's any complaints. It's probably a penalty. He's pulled them back. It's, it's that's what facing down the goalie. It looks a penalty. It's comical, comical, <clears throat> comical. Sorry. Um. I obviously it is a penalty for me. It's, it's no question. Tavernier pulls him. It's it's a penalty. As soon as that happened and it wasn't given, I said, "Watch us get a penalty, go up and, and get a goal just before half time." And it happened. Mistake match strikes again, Jack. <laughs> I predicted these things again. Uh, no, but it was a clear penalty. Um. As I say, that that's for the captain doing that. I'd expect that for somebody, maybe like like Sands or something. Uh, you know what I mean? I wouldn't expect that for Tavernier to do that. Desperate defending. Um, obviously the Cholak one that goes down I kind of thought Cholak threw himself to the ground but when you see it up close there is a pull and hang me the shot um, but I just think it sums our league up really mm-hmm. Actually, do you know what I mean one gets which gets clearly denied that is a penalty and then the other one that obviously is yeah, a no. you look at them each way there's two big calls to be made it makes one of them correctly you can see him just behind uh, Morelos in the photo there um, yeah. I Absolutely horrible refereeing. Um, we obviously get the penalty, which is fine. We scored the penalty, we go 1-0 up. Sort of papers over the cracks for me, a lot of what happened in the first half. Although we've got the lead, there's still so much more to improve. Yeah. We came out in the second half and we just, again, looked really sluggish, really slow. Clearly. Um, but, I'm pretty clueless, to be honest with you. The one bit of quality was the goal for Lawrence that put us 2-1 up after. Before that, um, Martin Boyle, it scored Rabi Matondo far too weak in the challenge. Tavinger gets caught out. And That's the big one there for me with Matondo with no tracking back and obviously being weak in the tackle. I hate that with players. Do you know what I mean? You're not you're not playing Premiership here. Do you know what I mean? I hate to say that kind of stuff, but it's just that's where you see it the most. If I'm being honest, do you know what I mean? You've got to track back, brother. You've got to help defensively as well. Do you know what I mean? The defense starts for the attack. Do you know what I mean? So come on. Mm-hmm. Let's work as a unit here. That, that one was really, that was a poor goal to lose. It was a sucker punch and you felt it was coming, to be honest with you, the way Hibs had started the, the second half. Um, played really well, got the goal, and then we reacted quickly as we seem to do when we go down. We 
we, we reacted quickly. We had a really good goal. Tom Lawrence found themselves in a good position. And aye, 2-1 up at that point, you're like, right, push on for the third. And then that's when the madness started to occur. Um, you've got firstly there, the two two red cards. You've got John Lundstrom's on the on the right-hand side there. Tactical foul. The, I think it was either a Rangers, it was a cross or a 50 kick or something. Martin Boyle gets the ball and he tries to break away. Lundstrom just clips him like any other defensive-minded player will do to stop the attack. And I couldn't believe, actually, when he came out with the red card at first. Um, rescinded will probably be the way for that one. I, I can't see any way that gets um, that gets kept yep, as a, a red well, card. I mean, we see it in the, the Newcastle game for Keon Trippier as well. It's the exact same challenge that he made. And that obviously get... challenge. Yeah, there's a different chip, obviously, for the Hibs point of view. More of red than this. Um, that I seen was getting compared on Twitter, which is... Just to basically say, mate, a tactical foul, nothing, nothing more, nothing less. Do you know what I mean? It's a quality player like Martin Boyle, you can't really, you know his quality. You need to chop him down there. That, that's Lundstrom took one for the team there. He took a yellow, probably for a team, the team. They knew that. And then I think he, everybody was a bit surprised when he brung out a red card. There's, there's no dangerous foul play there. Like, that is just a tactical foul. The one in the Morelos one, although, is, is different because he's raised his hand um, on Cabrera. Right. But Again, Kibai had done that to Matondo and and the uh, just about twenty minutes before that when he was coming down the line. I remember he, he raised his hands as well. There was nothing for that. Like that's maybe where I've got to look at the consistency. I know Morelos is is, is daft for even raising daft his hands. But... But I'm on about he's daft enough to fall for it. There was the one beforehand where I think Tav's on the ball and he just kicks out at the player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I've seen that as well, actually. I so there's there's what indications there, as I said to you, mate, that it was going to happen one way or another. Somebody was going to get under his skin. It's, it's one of them when you get, you get physical with him like that, he's going to, his temper's just going to get the best of him sometimes. Nah, you know, just, uh, I feel like it was so preventable though. Like, even that one there, it just, there was no yeah. reason for him to even do it. And he's got that reputation under his, under his head that mm-hmm. big decisions are going to be made. He's probably going to be the follower, which is unfair on the player, but, it's the reputation he's sort of gained for himself over the years. Um, we yeah. know he's a physical striker. We know he likes a battle, but I don't know. There needs to be a bit of consistency there even with that way, the, the challenge for, for the same left-back on Matondo as well. Um, I just killed the game, the two red cards for us. It really did. Because we had made the subs and we yeah, basically, we'd basically moved on to try and push on for the third goal. And then the two red cards are... And then what do you do? You put on Stephen Davis and you just need to defend for your life. I've seen better defending down the park, to be honest. Like that that kind of game, knowing you need to club together as nine men and really just get Everton away, just do anything you can to win the game. I just don't I didn't see no. that at all. Uh you see when you were on obviously you were on about maybe just put a man up top, maybe Sakala or whatever. I'd have probably just put Tav up. Because I, I, I honestly I still don't really rate him. I know he's improved, but I still don't really rate him as a defender. I'd have just popped Tav up by himself. Do you know what I mean? He's got the legs for it. Could maybe have a run. I, th- I think we definitely needed Sahum up there. I know you yeah. needed as many players back to defend as possible because you've seen the overload Hibs had. It felt like it was a matter of time, to be honest, before they scored. But um, I, we, I think we really needed an outball, to be honest. We, we needed somebody to chase the ball up there. That it was just, it was basically just counting down, like, right, when are Hibs going to score this goal? Because oh, you know kept them punting it up, they were having chances, and they were kicking it back again, and it was just, yeah. aye, it was sort of yeah. like, aye, when's this going to happen? If we go back to the Ryan Kent one, mate, that's on the screen, there's a big chance right there. I mean, how's that not top corner? I just, I don't, he done all the hard work, that's when he, he ran right past all of them. Mm-hmm. 
And then even, even if the goalkeeper had saved that, I'd, I'd just take the shot. Like, and he had one in the first half as well. I think he was just outside the, the D where it went past the, the post as well, which I thought fair play for having a dig there. But, but that one there for me, I'm sorry. How do you know bury that? Or even there, what's that Lawrence just there? You could have maybe looked, if he had his head up. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Tillman's in the last uh, European game. If he had his head up, there was there was plenty of chances for him as well. Um, but this one here for me, it's got to be top corner. I don't. I just I don't when you know. actually look at it like that, just just the still image of how good a position he was in. It's mental that he tried to then go by the the Hibs defender again. Like why did he keep your head up? Why is he looking at the ball, man? I'm just. It is frustrating because you you watch wingers in this league like Jota, for example, Abada for Celtic. They're scoring barrels of goals, yet we can't even we can't right. even score a like can't, can't even score a goal. Like it's yeah. annoying. It is really annoying because we really need that that goal scoring uh, winger, and that's uh, just never really happened for Kent for some reason. Overall, for me personally, mate, I just honestly I don't think we were good enough at all throughout this game. There's a there's a on the app that we're obviously showing here, guys. There's a there's a wee stat where it gives you our home form so far and our away form. We already know the score. Do you know what I mean? Um, but honestly, this game here, it was just, it was woeful, man. And it's it's one of them where you've got to take some of the decisions, I think, on the chin. Um, no. the one, it's all day long, do you know what I mean? I don't know what he's doing. He's let himself down. I think really with how, how much work he'd put in. He stopped this kind of behaviour. Um, and then he's obviously let us down and he's let the manager down. I think, yeah, I think that that is probably going on to... Going on to Morelos now is probably the biggest part of it. Like the club has persevered with him over the times that he's been injured, and he's came back to like a hero's reception. Really, the first time he was on the bench, he gets his goal when he comes back, and everyone was fine. Like bedding him into the squad again, and for whatever reason, it just feels like the writing's been on the wall where Van Bronckhorst just hasn't want to use him for the start for any reason. He's um, he's decided against subbing him on at times. That's like, what I said to you. When uh, when Emma Dodds asked him in the Champions League interview, she said to him, "No, uh, urge to bring Morelos on." He was he was adamant straight away. No, wasn't in the game plan. He's not coming on. So that I don't know. I just maybe I'm reading too much in it, but I think there's something going on between him and Gio. Maybe really well. Gio's looking at his attitude and maybe the way he's training or he's going about it. Maybe Gio's not impressed with what mm-hmm. he's often. But as I said to you, you know, with his links with what's it, Kamara potentially going to France and what have you. I, I honestly think it's it's maybe time, as I say, to bed some of the players out who were under Gerard's era. It's time to bed maybe some of them out. Morelos, you know, I would keep him all day long, but as I say... If they you can't, you can't have things like this happen, is, yeah, is the problem. Man. Like, you can't have a, hey, a player who's not asked, especially with the kind of season you're going into like here, but you're going to be competing on all fronts. Like, and, and we need, need a player like that. And if he's not going to be committed, then... It's it's hard to to let him go, but what what do you do in that situation? We've got eight days left in the transfer window. We probably need to be as active as ever in it because it's clear that we need a midfielder. Um, it's clear that yeah. we probably need another striker. A goalkeeper still up for debate. I mean, mm. there's there's plenty of positions in that team that could still be filled with definitely more quality. It's all lying on this game tomorrow. I just fear if, if it doesn't go to plan tomorrow. Aye, that's what I'm on about. Is it doesn't go for plan tomorrow. You know the headline straight away was Gio wrong to leave Morelos out, all this kind of patter. But then the day, mate, I back the manager on these decisions. And if the manager doesn't believe that he's he's good, his attitude's good enough, or that he's going to add anything to it, the manager's right to take him out. Personally, I kind of maybe like Lawrence playing as a striker as well. I just think the way he came in for that header, and he's always got his head up. He's always looking to have a dig. 
I wouldn't mind playing Lawrence. I genuinely think Lawrence could play anywhere, to be honest uh, with you. I, I think he's that kind of player that could play anywhere. Um, it's massive, mate, and as I said, for him to just, maybe if he's no, he's thinking to himself, who cares about have you, then that's that's not the attitude I want for someone who we all know if we're pitting or starting 11 for a massive must-win game, he's starting for every single one. He's obviously Cholak's doing the business, you can't drop Cholak. But if we were going off scratch in a one-off game, to get us into Champions League, every single person has got Morelos on the stack. I think that's the most annoying thing because of the game that's tomorrow. Because he, he should be dying to get into the lineup for us. He should be desperate to. I think he thought be after, after he got his goal, um, coming back. I think <clears> straight away, right? I must. I've got to be in the starting eleven. I don't know. I just. I'm maybe I'm reading into a lot of stuff here, but. I just don't think it's been right. And uh, I know there's in the papers and that soon as saying it's time to get rid of him as well. I don't want to personally get rid of him, but as you say, if the attitude's not there and if he's, he's thinking, to, I personally think he's trying to run his deal down. I, I honestly, because he knows he'll get more money if he, do you know what I mean? Like a lot of players are doing now, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? He runs his deal down. Um, well, he's got a week to rectify that. If, if that's what he wants to do, if he wants to move on, it's we've probably got a week to, to sort it. And it's honestly not ideal because. You've got, a, you've got a player like that, like possibly. How do you replace that guy in a week? Like it's, it's probably an impossible task, to be honest. Like you look at Kamara when I mean, he has links to to France. You've got players lined up that we've seen that could come in, and I'm excited by the players that were linked to me in that position. That to where I wouldn't be bothered if Kamara had leave had to leave. Um, so we've got that, and I just don't feel like Kamara at the moment is really. I think he clearly been phased out the squad. Um, and I think um, I we need somebody more like a, a Vander kind of player, uh, like a, a, an attacking creative midfielder that will gaze that spark going forward. Um, I think we need somebody like that. And I just don't think Kamara's really in the plans, to be honest with you. Could be different come come the morning. He could start the game, but... Um, that's what I said to you after the Hibs game, um, obviously, was is we need a creative midfielder, do you know what I mean? You can't, and I feel, as I said to you for lunchtime as well, you can't just keep rotating his partner. He's got to have somebody in there for him. It's got to be... Do you know what I mean? Constant, it's got to be a continuous partnership, but um, we definitely need signings coming in the door. Kamara, I still like his attitude, though. Do you know what I mean? He's not throwing his toys at his pram, he's realising that, all right, cool, I've got to do the hard miles to get back into the team. I'm not just going to get in it. So I, I like that for Kamara, but I do think he is probably getting phased out. As I say, yeah, I think it is maybe time that we let one or two more that were under Gerard go. Um, Kamara, for me, is one of them. I, w- I wouldn't mind Kamara going. It was more hanged when uh, Joe left. And uh, if Kamara was to leave, obviously Joe's gone. He's he's away playing relegation football. Um, and Kamara to go to Nice for, for a fair price, fifteen mil. I'll do the business for him. Nah, yeah, I think um, I think that one probably looks more likely. To be honest, you, the club have come out and said Morelos looks like he still has a future. His contract talks are currently on hold. It's all up to him, really. If he gets himself into the best playing shape he can, if he looks committed, if the coaches see a difference in it. We won't have a problem, but I think uh, it's a big sign that um, that the manager and the coaching staff and some of the senior players have agreed with, with the decision to leave him out. But you've got to look at it, as I say as well, the level that Giovanni's played at and the level of players Giovanni's been around at, do you know what I mean? You know, he'll know straight away. He's not going to, I don't think Gio is the kind of manager that's going to tolerate any of this. And if he doesn't think your, your attitude's right, you want to play... He's going to throw you out straight away. Um, and as you say, that's a big call to make before a Champions League like, crucial like game. Like, I like that my manager to turn around and go, do you know what, mate? I don't care how big you are, you're out. If you're no, you're no one to hang me for me, pal, you're out. 
Um, but overall, it's the same, mate. It's team effort. Cholak, he's doing the business, as I say. You can't, you can't drop him. He's no. It's been a fantastic signing so far, but I don't know, man. I just think personally, Morelos is wanting to run his deal down, try and get a big, a big financial queue somewhere else, mate. You never know where they could go. Well, it looks or something. Do you know what I mean? It looks very unlikely at the moment. I just hope. This situation doesn't take away for for a massive game that's obviously coming up tomorrow. Uh, PSV with the return leg over there. Um, we knew it was going to be a tough game as soon as that whistle blew last Tuesday. We knew we had to really go there with a victory. We've went there with basically nothing each again. We've went there, we kind of just need to be our best for 90 minutes. <laughs> that's a, a big ask at the moment. Going, yeah. in, going forward, we need every single player to be on it. We need to be solid at the back. And we need to limit PSV, who are obviously a very dangerous team, especially at home, to, to very little. So, how confident are you for this game? At the moment, I'm not really confident to be I'm honest with you. After hearing obviously Morelos has been been dropped, I'm not confident at all, man. I just think it's going to be one of the really tough tricky away games. I think he's going to stretch Tavernier again. That Max boy did it and all. Pity he couldn't have signed for United today. That would have been beautiful. <laughs> no, no. I just think it's going to be a tough away game, man. I can see. Somebody like the young getting a wee poachers kind of goal. I can just see it in my head already. Well, as, you, as you say, we'll need, we'll need to be there. We'll need to stop that. I, I would like to think seeing each other, obviously for Ruud van Nistelrooy as well, mm. and for, for Gio seeing the both teams, will have more of a load on, load down on how they're going to play. They, they concede goals, as we've saw. But we need to be there in terms of attacking them to actually score their goals. It's, we've not done enough of that in the past two games where... We've looked threatening really at all. We had one good move against Hibs. We had maybe one or two decent moves against PSV. Um, one of them obviously led to the Cholak goal. Cholak had uh, one chance where he missed it. But um, I will need to be a lot better in the attacking front to really trouble PSV. And we're just going to need to be as strong as we could ever be at the back. Um, it's, it's probably going to be Sands and Golson again. I'm, I'm not even bothered about Sands. It's, I'm honestly looking at Goldson. I'm looking at Goldson. I'm being like, you better not fucking fuck this up, you tight. No, hey, listen. At fault for the last three goals we conceded for me personally, um, obviously the last uh, the late goal at Hibs and then the two Champions League wise. Um, my boy Sands, you can get on it. I tell you what, don't even go into the Morris game. Go back to the Hibs game, will you, for me a minute? Let's just the Hibs game. Aye, let's do it because I'm just I'm I'm done with the disrespect for my boy James Sands. He's not put a foot wrong, um, and let's let's use this wee app, Jack, and we'll uh, we'll show people why. Um, just click on Sands. There we go. Compare. I don't know if it let you do it here, but um, no, I don't think so. But there's Sands. Look, he starts there. Um, but if you compare him with Conor Goldson, he was he was doing a lot more, and um, winning his jewels. And you said he needs to get more, maybe physical in there and what have you. My boy, I'm telling you, he listens to the podcast because he was winning them physical jewels in the air. Um, I, I was really proud of him as I say mate I just I'll back this guy I don't care I'm backing him to the end of the season I wanted me to sign him sign him 3 million that's a steal for James Sands that's a steal that's a future World Cup winner right there same with Tillman's well you're, you're looking at how good he's been every single game now and he's he's he's, he's outperforming one of the best centre-halves that we've had in recent time <laughs> which is is he's alarming good. he does well that's what I'm on about and he, he makes the I think he makes obviously the safe passes. You can say whatever, but they're also the smart passes as well. I like the balls that can play over, as I say, plays a long ball over to Tavernier as well. Um, mm -hmm. And he's not risking it. And when he has to defend, he'll defend. As you say, somebody who maybe people are having a go at maybe because he's size, 
maybe because he's he's not an actual centre half or what have you. But I think he's he's a decent centre half. I'd I'd have him in the starting eleven um, straight away. For me, he's uh, he's done he's done well to be honest with you. He's done well, and it's looking like he's going to probably start. We're going to the the PSV lineup first. That's the exact same team that played against us last week. Um, they've obviously had a longer time period to That's prepare for this game, so. At number twenty-eight for them. What a threat he is! By the way, he was he was having a right. Oh, aye. when you look at the, the the comparison, obviously Cody Gakpo was like one of the best up up and coming young talents, right? When you look at their wing play and how threatening the two of their players are, it just puts us to shame in terms of how how our wingers are. But they're they're direct as anything. They look like they're going to cause problems, and I need our wingers to really do that. Um, looking at the team that they've selected for us. On this, um, sort I could of, see something like that, but I, tell I, you what, I could see Ryan Jack playing. I don't know about that, man. I, I think I think you'll be fine with just the two holding midfielders, to be honest with you. And I think it will probably be Lundstrom and Davis. I think that's probably what it deserves to be. Um, I think Tillman will probably push over to the right again. I think mm-hmm. Ryan Kent will play as well. Tom Lawrence is the big one. We don't know if he's actually going to be fit yet, so yes. I think he he would start obviously if if we do if we do, but. I think maybe moving Malik Tillman in and Rabi Matondo out in the right, but it honestly wouldn't surprise me if he started Scott Wright. You know, you can see he likes Scott Wright in these kind of games, these big yeah. games. I've said it, and it possibly could happen, but... Uh, it blows my mind. How does Fashion Sakala no get a chance in a game like this? Just even bring him on for the last couple of minutes. How does he no get a chance at that? I honestly, it tells us a lot, as we've said. I think he's probably one that's going to be out the door, but... If he starts scoring right in the Champions League game, you, you know where it's going for straight down that hill, bro. No, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me again if Scott Arfield came in. And I just don't feel that we need Scott Arfield for the start. We need pace going up front here. We need somebody like Rabbi Matondo and Kent on both of the wings and Tillman in the middle of the park to really get right. forward. Like, Arfield isn't going to get as forward as, as much as we want. I wouldn't mind. In the second half as a substitute, I, all for I it. But us at second half, kind of. As you say, I yeah, like I, I don't I really like the two of them together. That's a working working class man's midfield that for me. They two together. Proper Brexit midfield that uh, um, <laughs> I, I could see that I could see the the point of going with that team if we had been going there with a two one lead. Aye. But we need to go for it. We've got ninety minutes. Squad. So mm? I think JGL squad like that. Aye, twenty nine with that age there. Uh it just something that. No, no, I know it's it's been it's been a weird sort of week um, in terms of everything that's happened. Well, I we, just think obviously we've come on to talk about the game and obviously the Hibs game. But everyone's just been overshadowed now by the fact that Gio's dropped Morelos and told him you're not coming with us on the plane, son. You can watch the game like everyone else on BT Sport or Rangers TV. Um, but I think that's just really obviously overthrown everything we probably in our minds we wanted to talk about because it's that's such a massive decision for Giovanni and. Our fingers crossed, we're sitting here, we're doing good. Um, but if it doesn't go to Hingway, I know straight away he's going to get slated for not playing him. I just know it straight away, but he's made the decision, man. You've got to back it, you've got to back the manager. Um, yeah, of course, of course, it's, it's only if you a big I'll game. But... Scott Wright, I'll tell you that much. If Scott Wright is anywhere near this game, I honestly, can't... wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, no. would not surprise I'm me not at all. Surprise me either, but come on, you're telling me Scott Wright. No, I'm I mean, we can we can all hope it's hopefully just. I think the good thing for Rabbi Matondo would be that he sticks by him and he actually uh, just says, "Right, go. This is probably your chance to to impress me." Uh, He's got the pace, obviously, to burn that left back. Looked a bit 
suspect last week, maybe we apply like him running at him. We've got the pace to get forward because we'll need to play in the counter-attack here as well. Like we'll need to have pace come forward and we'll need to make the right decisions. I think sticking by Matondo on that right-hand side, for me personally, is the strongest move to make. But obviously, I'm not oh. the manager. I wouldn't have dropped Morelos. <laughs> he sees him day in, day out. He sees everybody. Aye. So it's going to be it's going to be a massive game. Gio is one for these big calls all the time. Uh, he makes calls in terms of his substitutions <laughs> that you would just not see coming. He'll probably put on our field. They play centre half or something, and oh. <laughs> you're like, "What the fuck's even happening here?" But um, it's going to be it's going to be a big game tomorrow, and I just I really hope he gets it right. Everybody will have their eyes on the the press conference, obviously that will be coming up probably later on the day. We his actual thoughts for his mouth about Alfredo Morelos, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see later on. No, well, we make as you say, he's a manager that's shown faith in McLaughlin, he's shown faith in James Sands, he's shown faith in Cholak. Obviously, Cholak's never out of Hingmead, but you know what I'm on about in terms of the fan base obviously getting on the back of some of these players, and he's shown the faith to go, No, these are my players, I'm backing them, I think they can play. I hope he does the same with Matondo. I really think it's unfair to just write the guy off straight away. I personally, I was really frustrated with his game at Hibs, I didn't. I think he did anything. He did a couple of backwards passes and I was thinking to myself, all oh, this boy's got his, his pace and that's about it. But I hope he, he can prove us wrong. I'm not going to write him off straight away. Um, and I hope he can come into this game. Over Scott Wright, I swear to God, you've just put it out of my head now and all I'm seeing is Scott Wright starting. And I don't <laughs> want that. But as you say, he's he's going to definitely utilise um, the players and maybe play them in difficult positions. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be shocked if he turns around, as you say. Scott Arfield playing like left back. You, you never know. He'll do this kind of stuff. But honestly, I back the manager. It'll be interesting to say here about his his press conference and always going to be in Hingmidway is Morelos and, and not this game, unfortunately, um, which is a massive game for us to finally get into the Champions League again, to be up there where we belong, playing with the rest of the big boys in Europe, um, getting the big juicy ties that we've we've shown obviously um in the last competition that we can we can handle. You looked at that, it was the same with the Dortmund game, as I said, mate. You look at their team and you think to yourself, they get better players, so they should they should beat us. But I'm telling you right now, the players a team, we show that spirit. Don't think anybody can beat us, man. But away games are a different story. I just feel what they're going to... I can just see Dion getting a wee cheeky back, do you know what I mean, back post kind of one. I really wish this boy had gone to United um, already. Like no. um, but I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping that we can block out the noise, focus on ourselves and get ourselves in there and be rolling in the money. I want to see Gio's post-interview after the game, just money coming out of the pockets. Like, oh, sorry, just dropped a £50 note there, put it back in. Well, uh, let's hope we're, we're sitting in that position because we need to, although it's going to be a, <clears throat> a large talking point, we need to just forget about Morelos. He's not going to be involved in the game. We just need to forget. I think it's overshadowed him. That's fair on everyone else, do you know what I mean? I don't think it's... Uh, he'll be he'll be ready to handle it, Gio. He knows it's obviously going to come. Um, but it's, I just think it's overshadowed everything personally. I had in my mind ready to talk about for the day. Um, the fact that he's been dropped. And I just hope it go it gets better after this. I hope his attitude improves. I know people going about his fitness, but I think he looks he looks decent. I don't think he's he's looking like overweight or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? I think he looks he looks pretty decent. As you said, he's been posting stuff about training with people and what have you. Um, but I just think it's maybe his attitude and maybe people are getting into Morelos's ear and saying to him, look, listen, this or that, do you know what I mean? He's, who was he linked with beforehand? Was it was Sevilla, wasn't it? He was linked with? No, nah, Sevilla oh. this year, Leo a couple of years ago, but... Aye. So you never know. Well, he knows that he could, he, could, he could get one of their moves and he is good enough for one of their moves, but I just... 
I don't know, man. It's just really upsetting, really, to be honest with you, that a player that we all adore, do you know what I mean? And if his attitude isn't good enough, then that's, that's shocking, man. No, but as you say, we've got to focus on this game now. Looking forward to... I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, watching, watching it behind my eyes for 90 minutes, but looking forward to hopefully having the opportunity to go and make Champions League football. It's a big 90 minutes. We show, showed last week we can compete Watch at this it. level, so we'll need to be there, and, and um, I hope we can we can get the result we need because uh, this would be a massive boost in terms of where we are at the moment, in terms of how we feel. So um, I'm, I'm sure it will be big for the players as well if they go out there and give them. That's all they can do, so... Aye, we'll, we'll see what happens. But aye, I think that was pretty much all I had to talk about today about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously, well, we've just started using a B app there, which I um, I think is beneficial for us. Showing some stuff to you guys, showing you why James Sands is the best defender at the club right now. And I don't care what MD says, I'm blocking out all the noise. Pay, give my boy some respect. I will back him. Have you seen his sister? Have you seen James Sands? <laughs> eh, no, but no, I love him. Um, but I tell you what, on another note, I wanted to bring up your own. Did you see that boy for Aberdeen's goal? I did. I yelled to the goal that was, wasn't it? I did. I feel Liverpool. I've seen that the other day. Yelled to the goal. I don't know, man. Honestly, I'm just nervous for this game now. Really nervous for this game now. Um, I was a bit more confident, obviously, that we had him there. But I tell you what, I know we were saying goalkeeper, mid, a creative midfielder, and what have you else. But looking like we need an R striker and all. Nah, it's looking like that way. Literally, no talks about roof either. Like, no, nobody, you know, nobody so. knows like, what's happening. We can't just rely on Cholak for ninety minutes for a full season. So oh. that's what you were saying as well. Do you know what I mean? You don't expect this guy to play ninety minutes. This boy's going to be having to play ninety minutes back to back now. Right. I honestly, um, I like the idea of playing Lawrence up front as well. Lawrence is one of them I already love now. Do you know what I mean? I know I was obviously, I was. I was I was just having a wee bits of bands, guys. Just a wee bit of bands, but love him. Plays for the jersey. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him like false nine or something like that, man. I like him. A lot, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's going to be it's going to be bigger anyway. The more again, thanks for 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 watching. Uh, if you could like, subscribe, share for us, uh, appreciated, and let us know your thoughts on the game about Morelos, about the two red cards. Obviously, that's kind of been overshadowed now with the Morelos news. But let us know how you're feeling on uh, on this game going into the morrow. So we'll see you hopefully with some good news after it. Bye.